Great, great. Nice, uh, nice to I see you. Like, I was, I was actually, I was just uh, finishing a little talk with some catering college students. Aha, uh -huh, okay, okay. Uh, that's when I finished. Mm -hmm. So, tell me, what can I do for you, Manish? Well, you are, uh, you are, you are based in Singapore. No, 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 I am based in Myanmar now, and I am running this uh, hotel. Uh, basically, I have two jobs. One is the corporate job being a CFO for a hotel company here in Myanmar. I see. Uh, the other job that I have is this uh, hotel management school that I am running as a, my own personal venture, where I, I am trying to create the courses for uh, hospitality students and uh, professionals alike who may be willing to learn more skills in business, finance, housekeeping, front office, like multi-skilling, multitasking. Because I see uh, now that a lot of hotels are putting efforts on trying to multi-skill their staff and uh, train them into multiple abilities. So uh, it, it, it gives probably the students also a chance to learn by themselves because uh, it, it depends on the programs that are run by hotel. Some hotels have strong training programs. Some hotels have not so strong training programs. So my courses are for those who don't have the access to the training modules by IHM or, you know, the high-end hotel management institutes or are not working with those big brands which mm -hmm. might be uh, able to uh, train them up basically i'm, I'm actually uh, in fact i am working on two programs which, uh -huh. are, which are to be implemented by ihm and other pieces i got in touch with these institutes and i told them that uh, uh, you guys are concentrating on preparing people and pushing them into the hospitality industry. Mm. What about what about getting people who are already working there? Mm. Mm. So as a consultant, I have got, um, uh, there are two problem areas. Mm. Uh, when a person reaches the stage of being the head of the department and when the person reaches the stage of being a general manager. Yes, yes. Now these are the two positions where your job profile changes totally. Correct. Correct. And it's time that before these people are put into these positions, they should be, uh, they should undergo an orientation. Yeah, absolutely. Which, which individual hotels are unable to do. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. I've, I've just finished building those, those two courses. One uh -huh. for wannabe head of the departments and second is wannabe uh, general managers. Wow. To be conducted in the IHMs in India. Mm -hmm. So this will also bring the IHMs closer to the industry. Mm -hmm. Because one mm -hmm. thing what we feel as uh, 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 hotel managers is that um, they are rather divorced from each other. Yeah, yeah. The institutes, the institutes are not fully aware as to what exactly the hoteliers want. Exactly, uh -huh. exactly. Well, that the is the yeah. Yeah. Go on. And the hoteliers are not aware what the Institutes can deliver mm, mm, because mm. they have an infrastructure. Mm. You know, they have people. You know, like mm. how how people can be taken out from their job, put somewhere, train. Mm, mm, mm. You know, the idea came to me when I saw the central training establishment of airlines. Mm. Okay. No matter how great a pilot you are, yeah. Once a year, you have to go back. You have to sit on the simulator. Mm. You have to fly it. 
you have to sit in a plane with a youngster sitting next to you and jotting down everything you are doing mm. and you have to land and take off and short land and emergency land will do mm. all those things mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. why aviation industry you know like because it has to do with safety mm-hmm. so i think mm-hmm. in the hospitality industry we need to we also need to follow that module yeah yeah correct you know, correct for delivering better service because mm-hmm. you know i look at me i'm out of the catering college 40 years now 40 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. i was fortunate to have worked in the companies where i got refreshers yeah yeah correct correct eat refreshers yes 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 well that is the the goal that i have in my mind when i started this uh, hms that uh, i wanted to bring some education which is closer to the industry taught by the industry experienced people or practitioners not by the educationalist who are generally only teaching the education not the real practical experience basically so that was the the right idea that uh, Uh, now i think uh, it's kind of validate my idea if you are preparing the courses for ihs mm-hmm. you know so that well after this chat after this chat if you send me your email yeah uh, i don't mind sharing my report because i'm at a stage when i'm doing it to serve the industry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well okay. i think uh, if uh, i'm not sure how you are going to teach there uh, are you going to teach there or you just preparing the courses i'm organizing the whole thing oh, okay okay when you when you see my when you see my paper you will figure out because the mm. faculty is going to be a mixture of people from the institute mm-hmm. and managers who are working mm-hmm. well, if that gives that's a very uh, exciting opportunity and uh, i think i would definitely love to be a part of that being a being a practitioner and also uh, yeah, now yeah. turning into a educator uh to some to some extent i have been teaching now yeah, for a yeah. for a year already <laughs> so yeah. i may i may take a session or two out there yeah. but okay. like it's going okay. to be a whole organized thing hmm 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 okay let's get on with our job what we are supposed to do today yeah sure sure well uh, mm-hmm. actually the idea of this call was to uh, get your insights uh, and some advices on hospitality industry in general which can help the fellow my audience which is mostly the hotel management school graduates and uh, professionals working in the hotels so they if they can get uh, something out of your 40 years of experience and uh, mm-hmm. be able to learn from it so uh, i would ask you first uh, to to just kind of uh, explain how did you started in the hospitality industry and when okay. you started what was your goal okay uh, what my goal was at that time is going to be very very different what the goal should be right now hmm 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 okay because when i started i started my career in 1980 hmm so hmm. i joined hotel management in 1977 now at that time in india employment was a big issue but but hotel management was one course where it was guaranteed that if you do this course you are going to get employed now as you as you realize uh, that issue is not there now but well, it's still kind of uh, the issue is still there uh, no see not... employment but the point is that there are too many institutes there are too many institutes and your chances of employment after doing hotel management are as good as you doing some other course yeah correct. but in those days if you did a 3 year diploma in hotel management because it was available only in four places delhi bombay calcutta madras and nowhere else mm mm-hmm. mm right so the people who came out we were hired 
uh, six months before we completed our course. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. We were hired six months before we completed our course. Mm -hmm. So that was uh, uh, the chance of getting employed, which was very, very high compared to anything else in the country at that moment. So that was a reason I'll be very upfront why I joined. But after that, fell in love with the place, yeah, with the with the industry. In the sense that, um, after working for about uh, fifteen years in the hospitality industry, I left the hospitality industry, and I went into mobile communication. Okay. Three years later, I was back. Oh. So you because I did not get that joy out there. You know, like. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a very stressful job hotels are people who work very hard it's very stressful but it's very very enjoyable you know yeah, the thing correct. that you get in working yeah. in a hotel you do not get and, any uh, my experience is that uh, uh, when people enter the hotel industry they either leave within one or two years they exit or they stay those guys who stay back really stay back for a long yeah. time yeah they are not they are not able to go back because of the love that we get in the hospitality yes. industry of working with people working with guests and a new yes. challenge every single day that's not present in the other industries uh, to yes. a large extent yes, yes. Yeah. yeah so i i'll just quickly give you a rundown i started my career with the moria hotel in delhi at the reception um, within months they discovered that they had recruited us at the long at the wrong place put us into a management training program okay uh, then i spent uh, 15 years with them mm -hmm. uh, working both in operations and sales and marketing and uh, worked all over the place like mm -hmm. i was in delhi from there agra delhi again uh, madra uh, hyderabad madras port black kargil delhi mm -hmm. Hyderabad again, you know, like all those places. Then after leaving them for 15 years, for three years, I was in the mobile industry as GM marketing for a company called JTM uh, that had connect uh, that had license for Andhra Pradesh. Then I jumped back. I started. Mm -hmm. I jumped back by going into Club Mahindra, which was a timeshare, but I was looking after the hotels division and mm -hmm. I was looking after the development of hotels. Mm -hmm. so from there, I joined uh, Carlson Hotels. Okay. Carlson Hotels came back to uh, came to Delhi, joined Radisson, and I established their sales and marketing network. Okay. okay. Because at that time I was in uh, sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. Then I had a desire to get back into operations. You know, I uh, I've been lucky to weave in and out of sales and marketing, so therefore I've got an equal experience in sales and marketing and in operations. Then I jumped back into operations. I opened a hotel in Jaipur. I opened a hotel in Udaipur, and then a hotel in Delhi. Before joining Sarovar as there, that was my last formal job as Vice President Marketing of the Sarovar Group of Hotels. Okay. I left them about five years back because I did not want to reach a stage of getting a tag of retirement. Mm -hmm. you know, after that, I've been helping hotels um, who are not doing well. Yeah. I help them recover mm -hmm. because uh, you see for a hotel to recover, it has to be a combined process of sales and marketing activity. Yeah. and operational efficiency absolutely yeah the problem is most hotels do not connect the two yeah that's, you know, the that's, sales and that's marketing functions in one and you no know, they so if you join them together the problem is solved so that's what i've been doing uh, mm -hmm. for the past three months uh, i've been helping hotels become covid compliant okay 
yeah that's because, the need of the hour uh, yeah the guidelines are there from the government uh, you have to go beyond the guidelines yes yes because you have to secure your hotel if something goes wrong in the hotel despite your care mm. uh, it affects you adversely yes yes right correct. so you have to give confidence to the guests that they are being well looked after mm -hmm. and uh, a separate operating instruction has to be made for each hotel mm. because the structure is different Mm -hmm. I go around, take a look of the hotel, and then make operating procedure and train people on this. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. That's what you're doing right now. Okay, that's great. That's that's, that's great. Okay, um, if I want to ask you, let's say in the 40 years of experience, uh, how you, what are your key learnings? If you say, okay, these are my five or ten top learnings in the hospitality industry where things normally go wrong and people need to be careful from uh, hotels perspective and also from the employee perspective means uh, for their career advancement. So let's start with the hotel first. See, as far as the hotel is concerned, one very big learning, biggest learning. A hotel is a place where a lot of coordinated activity takes place. Yeah. There is no other place where so much of action takes place in such a small geographic areas of different kinds. So coordinated working, coordinated working. Yeah. This is the most important thing at hotel. Now look at the different kind of people that are working there. You have MBAs working in your sales and marketing people. You have child accountants working in your finance department. You have uh, and highly qualified engineers working in your engineering department. Yeah, you have uh, you have the kitchen is not an easy place. Yeah, there's they have highly experienced people working in the kitchen, in F and B, uh, in the front office, and they are of all grades. You know, like like uh, while you have um, very sophisticated people on one side, then you got the houseman on the other side, the security guards on the other side. Yeah. And all that happens in a very limited geographical area. So yeah. coordination, working in coordination, working as a team is the most important thing for uh, the success of any hotel. Yeah, yeah. To the youngsters, I'll say that you have to keep on learning, learning, learning. Because if you want to be good at coordination, you better know what happens on the other side. So, so there's a lot of learning to do. So means the so knowledge to... of their own operations is not that uh, important. Is That's the understanding of other operational departments, other challenges it's, is equally important. It's very important because how do you coordinate with them? Hmm. How hmm. does a front office person put pressure on housekeeping yeah. to turn around rooms fast if they do not know how housekeeping functions? Yeah, correct. If they do not yeah. know how engineering functions. So they need to know that. Hmm. Well, in, in little of my experience, I see it uh, sometimes the front office or the GMs or the operational sales and marketing, especially sometimes they, they commit things to the guest, which yes. uh, operational departments, uh, specifically the housekeeping and the security and the bellmans, the front office team, the concierge team are not just able to deliver because uh, they don't have enough capabilities and also the, the equipments that they are required. And if the salespeople and uh, the operational person who is selling and committing to the guest, 
does not understand their own hotels let, let alone the processes okay the process is there maybe you understand but if they don't understand within the capabilities of the hotel yes. the other departments they may they generally overcome it yeah you see i often tell them uh, that in any product in any product hotel or anything when now let me talk as a sales person sales and marketing person yeah. in any product the first step is know your product if you do not know your product you can't sell it if you are selling a laptop unless yeah. you know the laptop you cannot sell it now when it comes to hotels uh, it's by knowing your product it does not mean the physical attributes of the product but you should also know the strengths and weaknesses of your product the product yeah no, you need to know the weaknesses not to criticize but how mm. you can while selling how do you work around it yeah correct to work around it so that is what happens so therefore it's important for sales and you know when i used to get people in sales and marketing from outside and they used to wonder sir why are you sending us to work in housekeeping for two three days <laughs> why are you sending us in the kitchen i mm. said look mm. you are selling this product and you better know this product yeah correct you better know how this product functions and you better know uh what it can deliver what does it mean hmm? to offer an early breakfast to a conference offer a early breakfast to a conference because they want to check out of the last day you ought to know how the kitchen has to prepare restaurant has to prepare itself yeah. how engineering has to prepare itself mm. you know mm. to do that mm. 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 so therefore yeah. knowing the product is most important And that's yeah. why they need to know yeah. the, the, this thing. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing is the the coordinated effort from everybody and knowing the the yeah. product by each and every one. Uh, okay. Right. What what would be the second uh, or third thing you would say? See, uh, it's very difficult to pin it down A B C D, but I'll just mm. share with you some of the experience. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll share with you a concept which I used to uh, share with my head of the departments and general managers. Mm-hmm. I should tell them uh, that you have to follow the CEO concept. CEO, yeah. CEO concept. What is meant by CEO is that there are three areas that you have to pay equal attention to. C stands for the customer, E stands yeah. for employee, and mm. O stands for the ownership. Mm. Mm. First, you have to look at the customer, the guest, whom we call as a guest in our industry. Yeah. As to are they getting their um, value value for money now value for money is not something cheap value for yeah. money is whatever you are paying are you getting worth it mm-hmm. so you need to understand the needs of a guest and fulfill them because a delighted guest is going to come back to you now that's yeah. that's a focus that's one focus that you have to do the second focus that you have to do is on your employees because a hotel industry runs on people yeah this It's is what industry by people yes because this uh, the ultimate your ultimate test of your product is in the delivery of service and the delivery is done by humans by people and it's done by um, people uh, i i i would like to use that term but just for explaining explaining that down the rank okay yes, yes. so your front office functioning Uh, is not as good as your front office manager, but it is as good as the receptionist that interacts with the guest. Your F and B is not as good as your F and B manager, but it's as good as the stewards that serve. Yes. 
Correct. Housekeeping yes. is as good as the houseman that makes up your room. You know, so you have to look after your employees. And as we say that, you know, we must serve with a smile. The smile for an employee will not come unless this employee is smiling from inside. Yes, that's right. This is not an industry where you can thrash people. This is where many hoteliers go wrong. This is not an industry where you can pressurize people and make them work and smile. That would be a false smile. Yeah. The guest will recognize yeah. it right away. Mm, mm, so you have to look after your employees. You have to look that your employees are well trained. They are motivated. You know, they are happy. You don't have to put them in your lap and pat them. No. But you want to make sure you know that they are satisfied and they're happy. And finally, you have to look after the ownership too. Somebody has invested in that hotel for the sake of a profit. So is your concept of profitability clear? No. I often say that you have to stop being an executive manager and become a business manager. And you have to strike a balance between all three. Any general manager who's running after profitability and neglecting employees and guests is had it. Similarly, anybody who's just too good with uh, guests and doesn't care about employees or profitability again is in trouble. A manager who makes employees very happy, but is unable to deliver the service and unable to deliver profits again. So you have to, you know, this model, you have to balance, uh, you have to balance these three yeah. and you've got to understand one can go deeper into it. There are reasons as to how to take care of a guest. Yeah, yeah correct, correct. This is uh, uh, something that most managers have to learn. And I'm, I'm, I would, I always share it with youngsters because they are the managers of tomorrow. They may yeah. not join as managers, but they are yes. the managers of tomorrow. They can keep it in the back of their mind by the time they reach that place. Mm, 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 mm. That's a Talking about the employees, I mean, yes, uh, we we see that that employees need to be motivated and companies normally are doing uh, quite a lot of activities and some activities are becoming like a standard, you know, the compensation benefits, celebrating of birthdays, occasions and uh, doing some staff recreation, team building activities. In, in your uh, experience, what have you learned how the hoteliers can motivate and keep because as you said, rightly said, if people are not happy from within inside, then it's yeah. very difficult for them to be happy at the work and their happiness will not be determined only by the workplace but also by their own personal matters, how they have been working, how, what, what, where, are they, where are they living. So how the hoteliers would be able to make or try to make the people's happier at, at work? You see, in this, uh, this is a uh, keeping people happy at work hmm? is not a mechanical matter. It's an emotional matter. Yes. So saying annual day, I've done it and this and that I've done it. If it is not done from your heart, sorry, it will not work. Mm -hmm. you know? uh, what is important is to have a sensitive management. Okay. By sensitive, I do not mean to go to the extreme of being a charitable organization. No, yeah. we are a profit making organization, okay. but being sensitive to people as to what they need. I'll give you one example. In one of my hotels, uh, we used to have this annual day. And I had a chef who was a very efficient person. So one day he said, sir, this year I will organize the annual day. I said, okay, 
I make you in charge, you organize it. And the guy organized it, uh, a fabulous show. It was a fabulous show. Very well mm. organized, lights were good and this mm. and that. But mm. what he was doing is most of the time he was screaming and shouting at people who were working. Yeah. And you know, like, like he, he, his intention was to get the work done, to yeah. put up a perfect show. Mm. Mm. And he succeeded in that. Mm. So in the end he asked me, sir, kya sa so I said, uh, let me put it this way. The show was good, but I was not happy with it. Mm. Said, what happened? I said, the purpose of an annual day is not to put up an excellent show, but to conduct an activity where people from different departments are involved in a common activity. That is what the purpose of celebrating an annual day is. Correct, like correct. If, if some uh, flyers have to be put up, so somebody from front office, somebody from the kitchen, somebody from engineering is doing it together and putting up those flyers. Yeah, yeah. So that is the purpose of organizing an annual day to involve Everybody. the guest. Yeah. Ah, you're not an event management company <laughs> that yeah. has to make sure that it goes together. So the guy was shocked. Mm, so mm, today mm. he's a general manager and he says, sir, I got that learning. Well, it's, you must it's be very the same, same learning that I also get or uh, we also feel in, in sometimes uh, in my experience as well. I have seen mm -hmm. people's organizing annual day function like a military function where yes. everything has to be perfect and they force the people, you have to do this. You have to organize this game. You have to uh, organize this or you have to organize that. Otherwise... So that way, the people who are supposed to enjoy at the annual day function, yeah. they are saying, oh my God, why annual day again? That's it. It has to go away. Annual day, annual day is not, as I said, not a question. Even if it's a little slipshod, it doesn't matter as long as people enjoy themselves. Yeah, correct. correct. And they feel nice. Mm -hmm. And another thing, you know, uh, I tell you is if you want to motivate people, which people often forget, is creating a concept of justice. Now, what I mean by justice is that people get recognized for what they've done and they do not get praised for what they've not done. Now, I was fortunate enough, like most hoteliers, having risen through ranks. And I'm sure, Manish, you also, you must remember, uh, you must be remembering some situations where you were very, very upset because yeah. you felt what was happening was not right. Correct. Hmm? Yes. You get that thing. Yes. So yes. that is what I mean by a sense of justice. You know, that people should get that sense of justice that if we have worked, we should get rewarded. And let me tell you something. If a person has not worked inside their heart, they know they don't deserve it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And if you know, something like worked, what, my, what, my, what my granddad used to tell me. He said, uh, can I speak in Urdu, Hindi? Yeah, sure, sure. He said, beta, jab exam deke tum aoge, log puchhenge parcha kaisa hua, tum kahoge achcha hua. Magar dil mein tumhe malum hai kitna hua. Kitna galat hua, kitna sahi hua. Aur wo sach hota hai. Dil mein tumhe malum hai ki tumhare 40% aayenge. Aur jab 40% aayenge, to tum roge bahane banaoge, magar tumhe dil mein malum hai ki haan, you did worth that. So yeah. people actually know their work. So if they do not get recognized, they, they may show that they're upset from top, but they will not be upset from inside. Mm, 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 so mm. you've got to make sure that they are okay from inside. Mm, 
Hmm. 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 Well, that's what I, I mean by definitely. It. You are right, sir. Uh, especially when uh, because uh, I mean this that's, that's personal experience. When I used to work and I used to work very hard, and in hmm. my mind I know that I have worked very hard. I have uh, sacrificed my even my personal time or my my leisure time to achieve something for the company, and I'm able to do that. and if by the end of the day or by the end of the budget session i mean normally we used to work super hard for budgets even taking the responsibility mm-hmm. which is not our responsibility is the other department responsibility i used to gay say okay i will help you out no problem don't worry about it mm-hmm. at the end of the day when uh, the budget is finished and then i see oh there is no appreciation or there is yeah, no yeah. not even a, a thank simple thanks forget about the rewards or anything yeah. else so that that breaks but the yeah, only thing that is, that you feel hurt yeah feel well, hurt. only thing is that i am a positive person unfortunately and i forget things very easily so i said okay never mind at least i learned something i learned how the other department works because i helped them so that's a silver lining for me that okay i learned something new from from helping others so manish i, I would like to differ with you a little on this yeah uh, when such a thing happens Uh, you may have the maturity you have the maturity of handling it like most of us have i have handled those situations yeah. but the truth is that little something is left behind yeah correct the mind yeah as a manager when you come on the other side of the table huh you got to understand that these little little things should not be left behind because these little little things that behind will create a positive or negative bias mm 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 So yes you can what i'm trying to say is that when the injustice took place with you you can't say you did feel bad yeah you did feel very bad only thing is that you had the capability of managing it yeah yeah correct you had the capability yeah. of managing it if if i'm saying this now that means uh, that that my that thing is it's still in my mind was there because you are saying it now that means it is there somewhere in the back and it is not yeah is there yeah yeah, yeah. now we have to eliminate as many dots as possible you can't eliminate all mm, mm, mm. but as senior management you want to make an effort to eliminate as many dots as possible yeah from the back of the mind yeah but not an excuse but uh, i think it happens with the, when you are the senior management you have to take care of multiple things you some way mm. somehow slip and uh, forget to appreciate people who are working for you some way sometimes you uh, does not even uh, notice that somebody has been doing how many hours of work for you and uh, so how do you how do you uh, try to counter that is it like uh, maybe a routine of i mean i have see, i have read some self help books where i say okay you need to make a routine of meeting at least uh, one person and then uh, appreciate their work on a daily basis or a weekly basis see anish let me put it this way Uh, we are humans so we cannot be perfect yeah but we must make an effort to be right on any mo- as many occasions as possible mm. Mm. so if this thought is in your mind that i need to appreciate what people are doing it will come automatically yeah yeah you right. need not you need not say that i have to appreciate one person per day two people per day Mm-hmm. and appreciation is best when it comes at the right time immediately 
either immediately yeah. or at the right time. Yeah. If something has done a good job, mm. um, if I were to tell them that, you know, what you did on the 3rd of September was excellent. <laughs> Not so good. Yeah, yeah. As it is now. Mm-hmm. Because according to me in management, both appreciation and reprimand has to be immediate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only, difference is, the only difference is that um, I believe uh, appreciation should be in public. Yeah. And, and reprimand, reprimand should be in private. private. Well, that's then the the people's. uh, I mean, a lot of hotel management companies or even the other industries usually they have six months or one year uh, performance appraisals. I think most many of the managers that I have seen or I have worked with in the past somehow they they try to keep things for that performance appraisal and say at the same time. Then uh, that was like quite a demoting uh, demotivating for me at many occasions when i when i see oh performance appraisal uh, form we when we go and discuss the performance we expect that we will be getting both kind of response and there should not be something new you know there should not be something shocking to us that oh we did this wrong because we would have known that uh, way earlier but sometimes it happens that managers keep things for themselves to be just telling at the time of the appraisal itself. That's most dangerous. And I tell you, the, the, one, the first thing that you have to do is, uh, now let, let me talk a little about performance appraisal and then I'll come down to uh, yeah. giving people a pat on the back sure. or a kick, mm-hmm. whatever you may want to do. For performance appraisal, it's important that at the beginning of the year, it should be laid out as to what is expected out of you. Yeah, that's very clear. Mm-hmm. No, what is expected out of you should be laid out very, very clearly. And during the course of uh, the six months or the one one year, if anybody uh, is performing as per that that profile that has been given to them, they should be given periodic pats on the back and corrected yeah. so that yeah. when you reach the time of an appraisal, you have minimum to discuss. Yeah. Now, yeah, this, you know, what you are saying is happens because of our DNA, what we've inherited. Like in the government of India, there's, there's a concept on the CR. That's confidential report. Uh-huh. Your boss wrote a confidential report about you, which you had no access to. It went into your file and it went to the next boss and the next boss and the next boss. <laughs> so very often people used to say, if you don't do this, I CR bigardhuva. So it was a it was an opaque concept. Now from opaque, we had to bring it to a transparent concept. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there should be a system by which a person can Counter that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll tell you the appraisal uh, uh, system that uh, I had followed. Yeah. We we had what was known as an annual work plan. Mm-hmm. Annual work plan. There were five objectives of the organization, and everybody's uh, work plan was as per those five objectives. The weightage was different depending upon their rank. Uh, 
where they were working. Mm. Like for example, if you talk about cost control, so finance and others would have a higher weightage and a houseman would have low weightage. Mm -hmm. So we have an annual work plan and based upon the annual work plan, uh, an appraisal would take place. And the appraisal in the appraisal, both had to sign on it. And the person who was being appraised had a right to object and say that I do not agree. Mm -hmm. So the boss had to discuss it out with them and come to an agreement. Okay, this is your, and if he is still disagreed, it would go one step up. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that was very clear. You know, you could say because it's happened with me. Hmm. Once my boss told me, "Yeah, you did. You didn't do this." I said, "Never told me." Yeah. I never knew that this was expected out of me. Had you told me, I'm quite capable of doing it. I would have done it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah? Hmm. So to bring up if it, transparency. You know, brings about a better sense of justice. Now, coming back to about praising and uh, reprimands, uh, I found a very good system when I was working with Carlson. Mm -hmm. In Carlson, they have a system of a Bravo uh, award. So, anytime a Bravo certificate can be given to anyone whenever they do something good. Okay. And it is put on the Electronic notice board for everybody to see. Bravo, sorry, bravo. Bravo, yeah. So, uh, so uh, there's a uh, there's a guest relation executive. A large group came, and she did an excellent job of quickly checking them in and housing them, looking after them, and going until they left, and uh, which led to a lot of satisfaction. So, immediately gave her a bravo certificate. Mm -hmm. You put it on the board electronic board and when people see people meet and they say congratulations there's nothing there's no money involved there's no nothing involved little certificate we beautifully made one which comes on the computer comes on uh, and it comes on everybody's email footnote mm, mm. that so and so has got a bravo certificate for this and the bravo certificates are taken into consideration when your appraisal is being done okay so you have let off the steam by praising them. Mm -hmm. And when uh, your appraisal comes and you know, your Bravo certificates are read out, you know what they've done during the day. Yeah, correct. correct. I, found that, I found that very good. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. I, and mm -hmm. I, I implemented it in server when I went. There's nothing wrong in taking one idea from an organization and putting it in the other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the benefit of working with multiple uh, cultures, multiple yes. industries that you take the best practice from one to to other. Take the other. Yeah, yeah. So that that's what I feel about. Okay. That's great. That's great. That's great. Okay. Uh, so, what are the the advice to young uh, people in to develop their career in in hospitality? Uh, if if you can advise a uh, a few things. See, uh, all I'll tell them is that. The hotel industry is a very, very exciting career. It is an exciting career and once you join, you will enjoy yourself. Mm, mm, mm. What is required out here is hard work and constant learning. Yeah. Hard work, constant learning and a desire to serve. Yes. You must have a desire to serve. If you do not have a desire to serve, please do not join this industry. And you'll have to serve no matter what positions you are in. Yeah, correct. If you have these three things, 
Sky is the limit for you. Yeah. This is one industry where a bellboy becomes a gentle manager. And I have yeah. a couple of, in, in fact, um, uh, I'll name the brand in IDC. Um, they have this brand, uh, uh, Welcome Group, which is hotels, and they yeah. have Fortune, and then they have Welcome Heritage. Mm-hmm. The head of sales of Heritage was a person who used to work at the bed desk when I was in the front office. Wow. So that is the possibility if you work your way up. Mm-hmm. Or uh, this thing. Yeah. And and all of all of these students are intelligent, they can find their way mm. through that. Mm-hmm. Self-education, keep on educating yourself. Yeah. Read self-help. It'll help you. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, me at the 40 ex- 40 experience or 50 year experience can give you any jadu mantra. Yeah, correct, correct. Find your way out. And if you find mm. your way out, the path is open right to the top. Hmm. But I know a lot of GMs uh, who started either as a steward or as a bellman yes. or as a concierge, even as a commie or a chef or semi chef. Yes. So they become general manager, vice presidents, or even a CEOs of the, the many companies. Or yeah. So the opportunities are, are quite wide. I myself started as an account manager uh, in in Shangila way back in two thousand and nine. Then I, I weigh my letter, climb up my ladder by uh, going to assistant controller, then controller, then became a, a trainee for a RM training, GM training, and then now being a, a CFO for quite some time. That's it. No, I tell you, in ITC, my friend, uh, you also heard his name, Deepak Haksar. Mm-hmm. Deepak Haksar was a fellow receptionist with me in 1980. And he has just retired as CEO of ITC Hotels. Wow. Hmm. And ITC Hotels is one of the big three. Taj hmm. 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 and ITC are the big three in India. Yeah. Others come later, yeah. Leela's, and uh, they yeah. are come later. Hmm. These are the big three. Yeah. Hmm. So hmm. That, that's where he has gone. Wow. That's great. That's great. Well, it was great talking to you, sir. A lot of learning insights. Uh, yeah. is is it possible that we we i can uh, send you a very specific topic and we talk on those uh, specific topics like uh, motivation or uh, uh, sales related like marketing things to the hotels in the coming coming weeks because one hour is not enough for all these things sure. so uh, sure, that was sure, today sure. was a very general general topic so that you get to know me i get to know you and we talk about it as just a few things and then my intention is to to have this relationship even longer by discussing very specific topics uh, related sure. to hospitality or uh, career or marketing or sales because you have diverse experience so yeah. i don't want to let your experience uh, go out of my hands for sure my pleasure. My pleasure. I'm always, I'm always there because I'm very clear. I have, I, uh, I have this view that the industry has given a lot to me. Yeah. yeah? I need to give it back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's great. So that's you're great. most welcome. Call me for anything. I'm very open to it. Sure. In fact, just before you, I finished a one-hour session with the Ansel University Catering College. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that and was, if, that yeah, was so. amazing because yeah. 
I must say the students nowadays are very bright. Mm, 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 you know, the question answers I had with them was they were asking very pointed questions, very intelligent mm, questions. Mm. And it was great fun for me you know, to answer intelligent questions. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, thank, thank you me. very much, sir. And uh, I would... Send me uh, an email and I'll send you a document just now. Yeah, sure. About what I'm doing. Definitely. And if, if you can help me uh, with, I mean, if you know a lot of catering institutes or IHMs, uh, I'm also looking to, to share my experiences over the weekends via either online classes or via virtual platforms like you did a question and answer. So uh, okay. if I can be a part of those, those things uh, for finance related things or business, I would be grateful uh, to do that as well. What you do is once we exchange email, just send me your profile. Sure. Uh, which I can push there. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, this uh, exercise which I'm conducting right now, which mm -hmm. I told you about the course. Mm -hmm. um, we have an interaction with the council on Thursday. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, as you know, government things take time. Of course. There'll be, there'll be many babu sitting in the council and mm. we have to convince them about this program. Hmm. The uh, the two principals are highly convinced of Delhi and Bombay that this program should be conducted by the institute. Hmm. Hmm. We are going to the council. If it materializes and we are we end up in a situation where we start these sessions, then definitely we look into that. Okay. When you see my document, you'll figure out. You know, yeah. And I'm sure when you see my document, you'll figure out that there is a place. There okay. Is a place. Okay. That's great. Right? That's great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you very much. Okay. I will be sending you my email to you shortly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. See you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.